God, we ask, God, that as you've come and dwelt among us, that, that God, you preach to us. God, you speak to us. You speak to our need. You, you speak to our situation, God. You speak to our circumstance. God, we didn't walk in this place, God, for form or for fashion. God, we didn't put on church clothes just to come look cute. But God, we came because we came with great expectation. God, we came to come see the master that can do something about the mess that we're in. And so right now in this moment, daddy, right now in this moment, mama, we need you just to dispatch yourself. We need you to speak to us from the high heavens as only you can, God. We need a word from you, oh God. Some of us need more than a word. We need a touch from you, oh God. God, we, we just need a sense of direction, God. We just need a clue on where you're leading and guiding us. And So right now, God, in this moment, God, we ask God that you, God, you take the center, God. You be the focus, God. You speak whatever you want to speak in this place, oh God, because we, God, your people are listening, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So God, have your way, God. Have your way in this place. All the way from 949 Jackson, all the way to the live stream. God, do whatever it is that you need to do. God, you get the glory. God, you get the honor. God, you get the praise. God, we bless your name. And the people of God shouted amen. John chapter 4, beginning with verse 46. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord today comes from John chapter 4. Beginning with verse 46. And these are the words that the Lord has for us. It says that once more, Jesus visited Cana and Galilee. Where he had turned water into wine. Y'all remember that? And there was a certain royal official. Y'all say royal. Yeah, a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. And Jesus responded by saying, unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him you will never believe. The royal official said, sir, come, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on his way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time that his son got better, they said to him, it was yesterday at one in the afternoon that the fever left him. Then the father realized that that was the exact time at which Jesus said to him, your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. Yeah, the word of God for the people of God. You be seated today in the presence of God. Amen. 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 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be glory. To God be the glory. Listen, I don't know if you've been following the news. Uh, I don't know if you've been keeping up with some of the latest headlines. But uh, this past week, uh, it was confirmed by President Biden that he signed off on student loan relief. Anybody anybody been keeping up with that story? Anybody been keeping up with it? Uh, this promise now that, that, uh, that Biden has made is that millions of Americans will have $10,000 of debt relief uh, for borrowers and $20,000 relief for those that have received Grants. So those that borrow the traditional student loans will be able to receive relief in the amount of $10,000, while those that have applied and received Pell Grants uh, are able to be recipients of $20,000 access of relief. It's been noted, though, that 43 million Americans hold federal student loan debt at this time, which totals in access a total of $1.6 trillion. Uh, and so for some, uh, this debt is about loan forgiveness, but for many others, this has brought on some economic concerns. Yeah, it's brought on some ep economic concerns. We, we, we've got some individuals that have made an effort now to better themselves uh, and their lives. And the only way for them to better themselves is to take on now student loans. And they now have been stuck. There's been this residual effect, this financial hardship now of, of paying off student loan debt, which for some has been attached to them the rest of their lives. Some have, have shared their thoughts on, on this $10,000 that Biden has promised to forgive. They've declared that this just isn't enough money for some students, uh, while some have declared that it now puts the economy in a little bit more of a hardship. But I look at it this way. Uh, although it's $10,000 and some people are complaining that it isn't enough, the way I see things, Reverend Aletha, uh, is that $10,000, it's uh, big or small, it's $10,000 less than what you owe. And for some, it's $10,000 more than what you just had. Anybody know what I'm talking about today? This, this idea now of relief uh, is what we've been learning about this past week. We've uh, This has been a topic now for a couple of years of getting us to a place of, of loan forgiveness. But now now we realize that we're a whole lot closer than we thought. And, and, and us being a whole lot closer to this relief really ought to be a reminder that God is a whole lot closer to us than we really imagined. Yeah, that ought to be good news for somebody that uh, wherever the place is that you're trying to get to, God says that place is closer than you think it is. I just, I want to use as a subject just for a few moments, if that's all right with you. I titled today's message, Hold On, Help is on the Way. Yeah, help 
help is on the way. Uh, am, am I the only one in the room that could use just a little bit more help? Now, granted, your help might look a little bit different than my help, but I just believe that help is on the way. Somebody say help. It's on the way. Yeah, it's it's on it's on it's on the way. Uh, y'all y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for me as we've got some technical difficulties. I just believe uh, that God is about to send help. Amen. God is about to send help. Quick quick question: If I can just look out and poll the room, have have you ever stopped uh, in 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 your moments of going and doing and being? Have you ever stopped in any of those moments? to assess where you're headed. Has, have, you ever, have you ever thought about that? Has it ever been a thought that you've thought about where, where you're headed? Like, uh, in other words, uh, have you figured out, have you determined, have you assessed the place that you're trying to arrive at? Uh, sometimes we are, we're reaching for something. Sometimes we're reaching for something and, and we aren't clear of what it is that we're reaching or looking for. But I just believe that help, help is, is on the way. So, so the real question today for a lot of us, uh, begins to, to unfold. And that question today is, uh, have you, have you thought about, uh, what your destiny is in life? What, what, is, what is your destiny? And if you know what that destiny is, then where is that destination? Where, where is that destination? And, and if you know uh, what it is that you need to arrive, have you assessed now how you intend to get there? How, how you intend to arrive at that place, how, how you intend to arrive and get to that place. Most of us in life, we, we have a place in mind that we intend to arrive at. But part of the problem with our arrival is the place where we're currently located. Are y'all y'all with me? Part part of the problem of reaching it uh, at the place of our destination is we've got to reconcile and contend with where we currently are. Oftentimes, uh, where you want to be and where you currently are presently tends to be a significant gap in between. Yeah, it tends to be a significant gap in between where I am and where I'm trying to get to. But can I tell you what I've discovered real quick? What, what I've discovered is that the only thing that can fill the gap between where you are and where you've been called to be, uh, the only thing that can fill that gap, the only one that can fill that gap is, is Jesus. Yeah, y'all know Jesus, right? Uh, the only thing, the only one that can fill that gap is Jesus. Uh, many, many are, are, are trying to fill a void, chasing after things that only bring us temporary satisfaction. I, I thought that this void would be filled in me once I started making the kind of money that I wanted to make. I, I thought this void would be filled in me one, once I got the job I always dreamed about having. I, I thought this void would be filled 
instilled in me once I found someone to love me and someone to love me back. I, I thought then that the void would be filled. I, I thought that being now surrounded now by, by the right people and being placed now in the right circle would propel me into the place that I had hoped to be. And here it is now that many of us, we spend our whole lives trying to arrive at the place thinking that we can do it without Jesus. But, but this text here, it serves as, as a great reminder. This text serves as a great illustration for us that it would appear that you can have it all and really have nothing. Yeah, it, it would appear that you, you can have it all and really have nothing. Here in our text, we, we meet this man who on the surface doesn't need for much. But, but what he does need, he realizes it can only come from Jesus. Yeah, here in this text, we, we meet a man who's well off. Can we, can we put the verse up, verse 46 up on the screen. Yeah, he visited Cana and there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick in Capernaum. The, the mere fact that he is a royal official tells us that he really is somebody we all really ought to know. So we're introduced now to this man who's well off. He, he's a royal official. In other words, uh, he, he's well connected. Y'all with me? Yeah, he, he's a royal official. He, he's got goons, but, but he, he's also got some grief right here in, in the text. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he's, he's not chasing clout because he is the clout. Y'all with me? The Bible says he, he's a royal official, but his son is sick. He, 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 he's got everything that he needs, but yet he's heartbroken because his son is not well. Verse 47, please, up on the screen. I think it's just important that we lift this up so that, that we all can get this. This is a man who's got it all going on, but he heard that Jesus had arrived in Judea. Isn't it so interesting sometimes how you you can seemingly have it all, but, but still not have what it is that you need? Here it is now that this man now has all the drip. He, he's got it all. He's got the drip. He's got the goons. He, he's a royal official, but here it is now with all of the drip that he has, he, he still finds his life in danger. But somebody just say, help is on the way. Yeah, it's on the way. It's in verses 46 and 47 that we learn his status, but we'll also learn about his situation. We learn now that his son is close to death. His son is close to death, and here it is now that he's, he's begging Jesus now to come and, and, and see about his son. And, and I don't know, real, real quick, if, if it's just me, but did you, did you ever have one of the moments, uh, anybody going to just be honest, and this, it's cool if you won't be, I'm going to be honest with myself. Um, did, you, did you have a moment uh, when you accepted Christ and you began walking and living out this thing called Christianity uh, that we assumed that uh, salvation, that as salvation was handed to us, we, we just assumed that everything else would be handed to us as well. Was, am I the only one that was uh, kind of under those false 
pretenses that once I got kind of in like the Jesus gang, that once I was down with G-O-D, I thought that everything that I needed would just come. I, I was awfully, I was, I was really mistaken. I thought, listen, I, I really can just name it and claim it. I can just uh, write the vision, make it claim, tell God what I need. Ain't that what the old folk used to say uh, in the old church to just call him up because he's, he's got an answer. I thought that once I got saved, uh, that everything that I needed would just come my way. Uh, but then here in the text, though, we're introduced now to, to a different type of gospel. We're, we're introduced not just to the Jesus that performs miracles, but we're also introduced to, to the Jesus now that is looking for us to, to get a little desperate. The Bible says now that this royal official who had it all together, he had drips, he had goons, he had it all, but what he did not have was, was the health. I don't know who this is for, but you just need to know that there's some things your money just can't buy. It's some things that your status just can't get you. It's some things that popularity just won't open the door up to. So I don't know what you're chasing, but but you've got to be chasing after you've got to be chasing after Jesus. I I thought now that uh, that once I got saved, uh, that God would just give me everything. But I'm realizing right here, according to the text, that that that's not always the way that Jesus works. Every now and then, uh, Jesus wants and is looking for uh, what we call an active participant. That that's somebody that's willing to get involved, not only in their mess, but willing to get involved also in their miracle. Here it is now that this royal official now comes down from this high place because he heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea. He goes to Jesus and he begs Jesus to to come see about his son. Yeah, that thing that thing hit me a little bit different, Ab. It it hit me a little bit different because I I begin to realize, according to verse forty seven, uh, that there are times when God moves on our behalf. Yes, but there are also some times where God moves because of our half. Y'all y'all with me? Y'all y'all with me? Yeah yeah. If if everything we wanted was was handed over to us, then we really wouldn't have a need to express gratitude. We really wouldn't have a need to express thankfulness, but with everything that this man had, he still he still needed he still needed Jesus. This man goes up to Jesus and the Bible says that he began to beg him to heal his son. I I began to think, man, what what would drive a man to beg? And the only thing that would drive me to beg would be desperation. Yeah, it would it would be desperation. Uh, I just I want to give you this first thing because the the thing about help coming to see about this man is that this man was desperate for something to be done. Yeah, y'all say desperate, desperate. Yeah, he's he's desperate for something to be done. And you've you've heard it said before that desperate people do desperate things. 
Have you have you ever felt like that though? Have you have you ever felt desperate? Y'all y'all awfully quiet in here. I'm gonna just preach by myself if y'all ain't gonna say amen. But there there have been moments where I've been desperate. Have you have you ever been desperate? I don't know what your desperate has been, but have you ever felt like listen? I'm at a place and I'm desperate. I've I've tried everything I know how to try. I I went to get my palm read. I've I've read my zodiac sign every day. Yeah, I I bought some of the best selling help books that are out there on the market right now, but I submit to you that everything else that you may have tried, and maybe it didn't get better because what you were desperate for uh, uh, just didn't come and find you, but is anybody desperate enough and willing enough to, to try Jesus after you've tried everything else? You, you've tried to talk about it. You've tried the remedy. You've tried counseling. You've tried therapy. You've cried about it. You've fasted. You've pulled your hair out. You've cried over it, but are you desperate now to try something different? Have you ever felt desperate enough that after you've tried everything else that all I know how to do is try Jesus? I've tried everything else. And so not only is this man desperate for something to be done, but look how far he'll go to get to Jesus. He, He was so desperate. I need you to see the lengths he was willing to get to. The Bible says that he traveled, Dre, all the way from Capernaum to Cana just to see about Jesus. And matter of fact, I, 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 let, let me back up just a little bit. Can we put verse 47 back up on the screen? Uh, because I just misinformed you. He, he didn't come all the way from Capernaum to Cana because to see Jesus, but he came all the way from Capernaum to Cana because he heard about about Jesus. Y'all, 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 y'all with me? Yeah. He, 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 he comes now, uh, Capernaum and Cana uh, is about a 20 to 25 mile uh, commute from Capernaum Capernaum all the way to Cana. He 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 decided now that he he was desperate enough that he was willing to put in the work because he heard that Jesus was near. And and I just I just think that it's important one more time to to just mention this man's status. He uh, uh, it's important to mention that he had the means to travel. How do you think that he got all the way from Capernaum to Cana if he didn't have the means to travel? Uh, I, I, I need you I need you to get this uh, because uh, his his status wasn't his issue. What was his issue was was his situation. Yeah, yeah. His 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 situation now was was his son. Y'all y'all with me? Uh, it it wasn't his status. It was his son. Uh, he was a royal official, so his power wasn't the problem. Uh, but he had his son that was in a predicament. Are y'all y'all following me? Uh, uh, in other words, his money wasn't the issue, but it was 
uh, his son that he was trying to save. I just, I need you to get this because we, 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 we chasing after things and I, I get it. We're going after everything that God has promised us. Okay. I get it. We're going after everything that we believe God has spoken to us, but in all of your running and all of your chasing and all of what you're going after, I, I need you to make sure that you're desperate enough that you're clear about what you're chasing after that whatever you're looking for, whatever you're running after, listen, that you got to make sure that I'm desperate enough that I'm, I need Jesus. That's what I'm after. I, I need Jesus. That's what I'm chasing. I, I need Jesus. That's what I'm after. I, I didn't see a miracle just yet, but I heard that Jesus is a miracle worker. Yeah. Yeah. Having Having status is cool, but but status can't buy you out of a way where you can't buy your way out of. Yeah, yeah, having money is good, but money can't buy you everything. And some of us are more worried because it says now we never get his name, do we? We never got his name, but what we got was his title. We we never got his name. They never told us his name in the text app. All we get uh, is his title. And you you got to be real mindful and real careful about people that are chasing titles. Some folk are more worried about chasing a title than they are chasing the truth. But here it is. This man in all his royalness didn't care anything about a title. What he was after was a truthful guy. What, what he was after, he was willing to lay the title aside so that he could get to the truth. Yeah. It's so interesting that when this man comes to the end of himself is where he finds Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something to be said when, when you come to the end of yourself. Uh, in other words, when you've run out of options, when you've, you've run out of kickbacks, when you've, you've run out of paybacks, you've, you've run out of answers, when you've run out of excuses, when you've run out of money, something has to be done. This, this man gets desperate enough because he's exhausted everything else and he has now heard that Jesus is in the vicinity. Yeah, have you, you ever arrived at a place like that where you've realized that everything that you've relied on, everything that you thought you needed, only to realize that that really wasn't the remedy nor was it the answer? Can anybody in the room just declare, listen, I got some stuff and Jesus, something needs to be done. I've cried about it. I didn't ask about it. I didn't post this stuff on Facebook hoping that maybe somebody could drop a comment that could bless me. But I got some stuff right here, right now, and I need something to be done. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Let me just preach my own testimony. I, I don't know how long I can live like this, God. I, I need you to do something. I, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to stay in the race like this. I need something to be done. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to keep up the charade. God, I, I need you to do something. I, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to fake the funk. I, I need you to do something. I, I don't know how long I'm going to keep this mask on. God, God, I need you to do something. Anybody ever been at a place where you, you done tried everything else, but God, I need you to do something. Yeah, this man, he's desperate for something to be done.
He he was so desperate that he laid everything aside. He he didn't care nothing about a position. He didn't care anything about a title simply because he was desperate. Real 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 quick, can I pull the room just real quick? Listen, I I know I know you've got some dark days, but how desperate are you? I know I know you've got some problems, but how desperate are you? And are you desperate enough? Are you desperate enough to try Jesus? Because if you're desperate enough, desperate people, they do desperate things. Desperate people do do desperate things. Is is anybody desperate in the room? Listen, I, I, I got some stuff. Oh, you don't have any idea. Oh, I'm I'm desperate. You really don't know. I'm I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. He he says now I'm I'm desperate. Desperate people do desperate things. Yeah, it's it's, it's a desperate person that has. The thought that says, "Listen, my my purpose is too important to play with it. I'm 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 desperate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the enemy the enemy been riding my behind because he knows I'm I'm desperate and and I don't care who else knows how desperate I am. I I want you to know I'm desperate to fulfill my call. I'm desperate to fulfill my purpose. I'm desperate to be everything that God has called me to be. I I don't care about anything else. I'm desperate. I I don't care about a title. I'm desperate. I can't leave the same way I walked in this church today because I'm desperate. I I can't walk out with the same stuff I walked in. I'm I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I just I just wish a couple of folk in here would just make a desperate sound. I, I just wish you'd sound like you were desperate. I, I wish you had some stuff right now that you couldn't tell nobody, some stuff right now that you wish nobody knew about, but you can declare, God, I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I'm I'm desperate. Desperate enough where you say, God, Whatever you want to move, go ahead and move it. God, whoever you want to move, yeah, go go ahead and move it. Whatever you want to shake, go ahead and shake it. God, whatever you want to stir up in my life, God, go ahead and, and stir it because I'm desperate. And, and desperate people do desperate things. Can can we move on? Verse 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 48 and 49. After this royal official's desperation, uh, Jesus says to, to him and the people that unless you see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, You will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. I I was I was I was trying to find a real real cute point right here, uh, just to throw right on in here. Um, and the only thing that continued to ring in my spirit was the word desperate. And then then it hit me between verses forty eight and forty nine. What we see is a demonstration of what and who we're desperate for. Let let me let me explain this real real quick for you uh, because uh, in verse forty eight it says that unless 
you people see signs and wonders, you really don't believe. Uh, And so in verse 48, uh, it's really about what people want. Are y'all with me? Verse 48, uh, what they want is a miracle. And unless you see signs and wonders, you, you really don't believe because a miracle is what you want. And some of us, yeah, I get it. You know, we're, 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 what we're desperate for is a what. But then in verse 49, desperation moves from a what to a who. And I want to address two types of people in the room today. Can I, can I speak to two types of desperation levels because there are some people that are desperate for a what but then there are some people that are desperate for a who verse 48 Jesus addresses the people that are looking for what a miracle can bring them and in verse 49 this man is looking for who can bring the miracle I just I need you I need you to get this I need you to get this because uh, uh, what you're looking for is not nearly as important as who you ought to be looking for. Are y'all y'all with me here? Yeah, what what you are looking for really isn't the answer. It's about what you are looking for. Uh, yeah, yeah, some of us, we're looking for the what, but what we need to be after is the who. Here, here it is. Uh, let, let me prove it to you. It, it's so interesting to me uh, that that uh, for some of us, uh, that if, if the miracle that we want to see Uh, if it isn't this grand over the top slapping us in our face type of miracle we we don't think it's Jesus yeah we don't we don't think it's Jesus Uh, we we seem to think that God only works in big ways but but God also works in small ways and sometimes we're looking for God to show up in this grandiose over the top way and if we aren't careful we'll miss out on who it is that Jesus is sending simply because it's not who we thought it would be there there's a there's a story i got this email a few years ago, and it was about a man uh, who 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 uh, he didn't have a job. He was looking for a job, low looking for a job. They said uh, that on Monday he went out and he pounded pavements, submitting job applications, and nobody would call him back. Went out Tuesday uh, after he had saw the newspaper ads, uh, went and responded to the newspaper ads. Nothing. He did this all week. So finally, uh, he gets to Wednesday, still no relief. Thursday, he's got a couple of second interviews and no callbacks. Finally, he gets to Friday, low, and he is just at his wit's end. He he had the he sat by the phone all day long and the phone never rang Marcus, but he did hear a sound in his house and the sound wasn't the phone ringing, but the sound was an email notification. I I just need you to know that listen, he he was so frustrated by sitting by the phone waiting on a phone call that he missed the whole miracle because the job offer that he needed, it wasn't in the phone call, but the job offer that he needed was in the email notification. Sometimes we'll miss God because we're looking for God to show up in one way and we'll miss out on the blessing simply because it's not packaged the way we wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah. Jesus didn't ride in on a chariot. I I need you to get this. Jesus, it was nothing grand about his entry. Uh, In fact, it was a little ratchet and a little hood. Jesus showed up. It It wasn't on a 
royal chariot, but Jesus showed up on a stolen donkey. Yeah, some, sometimes you're looking for Jesus in the big ways, but God will show up in the small ways. Yeah, Jesus wasn't even dignified in his burial. They, they didn't even put him in a private tomb, but they put Jesus in a borrowed grave. I, I know you're looking for stuff to be bigger than what it is, but sometimes God shows up in the small stuff. Sometimes God shows up in the small ways. Sometimes God shows up in the small places. I don't know what you're after, but what you need to be looking for, it's not a what, but what you need to be after is it's a who. It's it's a who. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people, they're, they're looking for what a miracle can do. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for the who performs the miracles. Yeah, anybody, anybody pass the what? Yeah, some put their trust in chariots and some put their hope in horses. But listen, as for me and my house, we we will serve the Lord. That, that's who we're after. That That's who we're desperate for. That, that's who we're pressing. That, that's the mark we're trying to reach. Not, not desperate for what, but desperate for who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what you got your eyes on and who you think is going to get you there? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, God. Can, can we can we can we move on through the text? Let's let's go ahead and put these last couple of verses up because I feel like y'all want to have church in here. Y'all 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 came to have church and that's all right with me. John chapter four, verse 40. Uh, Jesus then responds to the man. Uh, remember now just the verse in verse 49 uh, after Jesus addresses the people where he says that you're looking for signs. You're looking for a what when what you need to be looking for is a who. Uh, and so the son, the, the father then says, listen, sir, I just I just need you to come back and see about my son. Look at Jesus's reply to this man. He says he tells the man to go uh, because your son will live. Go because your son will live. Uh, the man took Jesus at his word and departed. Uh, I, I, this, 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 this kind of messed me up. I was, I was sitting there when I had uh, this big, great big epiphany uh, that sometimes we're ready to move uh, because of the work. Yeah, sometimes we're ready to move because of the work. Let's back it up. Let's go back to verse 50. Sometimes we're ready to move because of the work. Uh, but I need you to know that the work is won't won't get you into heaven. Yeah, that that's not the work. That's the not the work that will get us to the places that we need to be. Uh, but the man took Jesus not at his work, but the man took Jesus at his word. I, I don't know who this is for, but will you move on the word, God? gave you? Will you move on the word God spoke over you? Will you will you move on the promise that God spoke over your life? I, you're waiting to see some things happen. You're, you're waiting to see the work come alive. You're, you're waiting to see the work begin. You're, you're waiting to see the build. But is there anybody in the room that, that says, listen, God, I'm not going to move just at the work, but God, I'm going to move at the word. Yeah, he, he moves. He moves on the word. And, and I think it's so interesting in this text because uh, this, this man, he asked Jesus to come. 
Ain't that what we read? Yeah. He he asked Jesus to to come. Uh, last time, Byron. Let's let's back it up to verse forty nine. I just I want to make sure that that the people see this uh, so that we we don't leave here confused. Verse verse forty nine. The royal official said, "What, sir? Come." Yeah. What what was the operative word that he needed Jesus to do? He needed Jesus to what? I need y'all to get that. Y'all got to say it bold. He needed Jesus to. He needed Jesus to come in verse 49. And then we get to verse 50. Uh, Jesus doesn't come. Instead, Jesus tells him to, he tells him to go. Yeah, he tells him, he tells him, he tells him to go. <laughs> he tells him to go. He, yeah, this man, he asked Jesus to come. But instead, Jesus asks him to go. What, 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 really, what really messes with me here uh, is, is not just the fact that Jesus tells the man to go. Uh, what, what really messes me up is he tells the man to go, and it seems like Jesus isn't going with him. Yeah, he, he asked the man to go, uh, but it seems like Jesus isn't going with him. I just want you to know that there is something to be said about people that are willing to go. There, there's something to be said about people that are willing to keep going. There, there's something to be said about people that are willing to go when it seems like Jesus isn't going with them. Yeah, it's something to be said. It seems like uh, he's going now without his miracle. He, he still doesn't have it yet. He just says simply to go, your son will live. The man takes Jesus at his word and he simply leaves on the word. He, he seems to be going without a miracle. He seems to be going without a sign. He seems to be going with nothing. Nothing more than the word that Jesus spoke over him, which says to go thy way. I don't know who needs to hear this. And maybe I'm just here to just encourage myself today. But every now and then, you've got to be willing to go. Yeah, you've got to be willing to go without a trace of Jesus. You, you've got to be willing to go when others say you need to give up. You, you've got to be willing to go when others say that you need to quit. You've got to be willing to go when others say that you need to throw in the towel. And here it is right here. Uh, because not only does this man take Jesus at his word and the man departs. Last verse, verse 51. Here it is right here. Uh, as this man is going, y'all with me in this story? Uh, so he doesn't see what he needs just yet. He's simply going on the word that Jesus has spoken. And the Bible says now that while he was on his way, uh, his servants met him. Yes, that's when you know, listen, you, you, you're you doing some things. You, you on your way back to your hood. And your servants, they done came and met him on the road. Uh, and here's the good news. They met him with the news that his boy was living. So he gets the word as he's going that his son is alive. But but here it is right here, verse 52. I, I just need you to get this. And we, we really about through. Uh, Y'all go ahead and stand up on your feet because the sermon's over with. Uh, as, as he goes, uh, he meets these men on the road, right? And he asks these men, he says, what time was it that my son got better? Yeah, and they told him, listen, they, they said your son got better yesterday. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son got better yesterday. Last verse, Byron, verse 53. Last verse, verse 53. Uh, It says that it was then in that moment that the father realized that that was the exact time that Jesus told him that your son will live. If you don't get anything else, I just want to declare over every life in this building. I want to declare over every household of faith in this place that the word you've been waiting on, God already spoke it to you. you you've been looking for something brand new. You, you've been looking for something robust and supernatural. But God says to be not weary in well-doing because what I promised you yesterday listen is the same I'm going to do today this father this this father's this father's on his way back and he discovers that the very moment that his son got healed was the very moment yesterday that the word was spoken over him that his son will live. I don't, I, don't want you to, I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. He realizes that what he needed today had already been spoken over his life yesterday. I don't know what you're after today. I don't know what you're chasing today. I don't know what you're looking for today. But what I can tell you, you don't need a new promise. You don't need a new word. All you need to hold on to is the word that was spoken over your life. Yesterday, they that wait upon the Lord Come on, that was spoke yesterday. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Some way, somehow, you've got to reassign and realign your focus where you remind yourself I'm not looking at what I see today I'm not moved by what I'm going through today because the promise that I'm holding on to was the promise that God spoke over my life yesterday and if God spoke the promise over your life Yesterday, the same God that spoke yesterday is the same promise keeper today. This father, realizes that he didn't need God to go with him. He didn't need Jesus to come heal his son. Jesus simply spoke a word. A word that was spoken 
on yesterday. His son got healed the moment Jesus spoke on yesterday. The father didn't see it yet. He just had to be willing to go. If you're anything like me, there's moments in your life where it's so easy to be shifted and distorted and moved by what you see. But God keeps his promises. Even the ones that were spoke over your life yesterday. God, you're a promise keeper. I don't have it. I don't have the miracle yet. Even when your faith says, I don't, I don't have the good report yet. I don't, I don't have the money.